Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Thanks, you guys, for listening to my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Hey. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine yeah! <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. I really love what Billy Joe Armstrong has been putting out lately. Really? Yes. He's just doing remakes. He's doing covers, right? Yes. He's doing covers of classic hits. Um, He did, remember, I think we're alone now. Which I thought that was pretty cool. He did a great job. So now he's doing, do you guys remember the song, Looking Out a Dirty Old Window? Kim Wilde, Kids in America. Oh, okay. Well, let's let him sing it. Here is Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, wow. oh my God! I love everything he's putting out. It is gotta, so, so is he going to compile this and, and release it as a, I, an entire album? I think that's the plan. Um, do do do. Did the quarantine bring this on for him? Yes. Is he just sitting alone in his home studio? Like, yes. I need to do something. Yes. So he's just sitting in front of a window on a couch playing his guitar. Obviously, this is produced. Yeah. Um, he dedicated this one to Mike uh, Durnt, who's the bassist in mm. the band for the past 20 years. Um, just It's just really fun. And his voice is so good. It really is. It's like really clear. And I don't know. That's a good matchup with those songs that, yes. are, that are from, you know, the 80s. He yeah. really does have a great trying voice. To wonder, what, what would be the next Billy Joe Armstrong song that we would want him to cover? Oh, so many. All of them. I don't know why She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze came to mind. <laughs> he could do it. He really could. Oh, you guys. All right. Uh, two things. Um, the Weeknd co-wrote and guest starred in American Dad in the episode last night, I believe it was. And Corey Feldman has his first 20 uh, top 20 hit. Which of these two, Steve, do you want to hear? Corey Feldman and I have my own personal motives as to why, so I'll, which I'll tell you after. Okay. You asked me you okay, he's terrible. <laughs> I, I think I feel bad because I think there's a lot of emotion that went into this song because it is from his documentary, uh, which is called My Truth, mm-hmm. and then it's got a subtitle, um, and it's very devastating. Yeah. Do you remember it was four almost four years ago? Yes. When he sang Go for It on the Today Show yes. to the uh, amusement of everyone. Yes. And mm. it was 
That was something, wasn't it? I think he married one of those angels mm-hmm. that oh, was one in of his the band. Yes. Yeah, I just feel really angels. bad for him. He's just very troubled. Um, yeah. Maybe give the song to someone else. Maybe write it. Yes, maybe write it. Yes. We talked about the app yesterday. Want to write sometime or what's it? Yes. Do that. Let's write, write sometime. something with... Right? Me. Sometime. Write something with... Well, with some show links. We should look it up on we'll our own up. show links. Sometime. <laughs> Wait, I think we nailed that. Wait, I got it. Hang on. Uh, it's W-S- Oh, crap, I don't. It just w. says, great app for songwriters. Click it. No, but there's no link. No, really? Oh, oh no. no. We're Son a disaster. A oh, well, no. Maybe there is on the show links. I'm on yesterday's grid. I'm doing oh, a whole thing. okay. Oh. On All the right, show well, links, I'm speaking sure. of... Wait, um, can I get my Corey Feldman thing in real quick? Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. The reason why he came to mind, and I wondered, it kind of depends on where we want to go in this segment, Donna, because okay. it could take us into another story that you sent out as well, a possibility. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. When Corey Feldman was on Twin Cities Live, it was like two minutes before we needed him out on set with us, and no one could find him, and we had a producer oh, no. that was going around, and then finally she's walking down a hall, and Corey Feldman... Uh, pops out of the bathroom. She said, Corey, you're on, you're on next. And he said, sorry, I had to poop. To which she just looked at him and said, everybody poops. And then they walked out right to the set on Twin yeah, Cities. I made the segment right going. in time. Good so for him. Now, Good for him. There's a, there, so that could be a possible lead-in, Donna. Do you see what I'm saying here? With the song that you sent me? Yes, okay. I thought you were going to go with a lead-in to the beautiful poetry I sent both of you yesterday. Oh, Oh, no. But now we can go in your direction. We're that for another time. That that needs its proper treatment. (laughs) Yes, Rocco needs to be involved. There is, we saw inside of of the soul of a young Donna Valentine yesterday, and it is even scarier than you think. Write sometime is what it's called. You should write sometime. Yes, Dawn. Thank you. Okay. Well, there's a little girl who's gone viral because she wrote something. Oh, God. It's so cute. It's super cute when you hear her and you see her playing because this showed up on Twitter and it just said, uh, it was from a woman named Lisa. It says, my kid wrote a song called, you might want to uh, PG-13 this. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Okay. And she says, quite honestly, it slaps. So here's a little girl. She's the cutest thing you will ever see today. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts and maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside a butthole? I always want to know what's inside a butthole. <laughs> and she's playing guitar. She has a little guitar. She's like three. Oh. There is a, it is a pretty good hook at the end. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. Oh, that is pretty good. That is pretty rhythmic. And well, somebody did a cover, too. Yes, yeah, so somebody oh, no. put it. I don't know what kind of band or duo these guys are, but should we listen to what they did? Sure. Oh, oh MG. Yes. It's like a Mumford and Sons take right. on the song. Yes. Josh Radnor. <laughs> I even called a butt doctor. Oh, right? is that Josh Radnor from uh from How I Met Your Mother? Um, I guess so. Yeah. Ah. I, I didn't yeah. Okay, that, that is very funny. Now okay, yeah. now here's a dangerous thing. I'm just now searching Josh Radnor butthole <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> don't do and, it, don't do it. 
Oh, it is him. It's him. Okay. It's him. Oh, my God. Yes. That's, that's same, awesome. How I Met Your Mother. Okay, yeah. that's adorable. Oh, Lord. All right, we got to go. Uh, yes, we when we come back, I did you guys watch that Mandalorian thing? I have a story about that. I have things to say as well. Okay. After the break. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, and Don McLean as well. Do you guys do anything special on uh, May the 4th? Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I was kind of working a lot yesterday. You sure were. <laughs> and we Welcome to the rest of your life. Right, Don? Oh, my God. I, uh, I had really... Really high hopes. We started yesterday, yesterday morning, and and put on an old episode of The Mandalorian, and so that was yeah. fun. It was like on the background, and then we were going to watch Disney Gallery, the behind the scenes documentary about the the Mandalorian, and then and then see what happened was, um, my daughter got out of a shower and she was sitting on the ground crying. And I was like, "What's wrong? My head hurts." And she's four, and I was like, "Okay." Aww. It was eight fifteen. And I said, look, let's just lay down for a second and see if that helps our head to feel better. So then we lay down in her bed, and I wake up at 1130. Oh. And then I walked over to my That's bed. That's totally oh, no. me without the kids. I just, <laughs> I just but I knew. fall asleep in place. And then my son said to me this morning, you know, I was waiting outside of the room um, for us to put on the Mandalorian show. And I was like, well, oh my God. what are you going to do? So, okay. uh, so that's that's why... I did not watch the show that I was telling everyone I was going to watch. Okay, last night. and the reason that I started to watch it was so that we could discuss it Uh-oh. today. You're in so, trouble. Oopsie. Not entirely. Did you watch it, Dawn? I didn't. No, I. Sorry. I didn't. It didn't hold my attention. I was okay. like, "What is? Go- what is this?" Let me ask this question. I scrubbed through it quickly. I watched about a minute of it yesterday morning just to get excited about it. And the first minute of this behind-the-scenes uh, show that they have on Disney Plus about the Mandalorian shows uh, shows the Mandalorian in an aircraft and it bumping around and them giving him direction over a loudspeaker, you know, tilt forward, lean back, all that kind of stuff. And then as I was fast-forwarding, it looked like there's a lot of stuff at a table. Yep. That's the problem I had. It was like a roundtable discussion with everybody who basically directed an episode. Oh, okay. From what I could tell, because then I started like just becoming unfocused and then I'd come back and I'd be like, and and I know I, I know what care. happened here. and then when they'd go into like a clip I'd be back in and I'd be like oh yeah 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 I love this I love this okay did cool. they show a lot of behind the scenes stuff after that first minute Ooh, uh-huh. yeah, hard here's what to happened say. I know this is John Favreau is very likely behind this yes and he used to uh host the show Dinner for Five, yes, which was on HBO, which is oh. where he would get together with four industry colleagues, directors, actors, producers, etc. Yes, and then it was just cameras, and they would have dinner, and they didn't rely on any sort of B-roll. It was just the conversation that you felt that you were privy to. Now, very inside, yes, very inside. But back in two thousand one, and that was oh one to oh five. Back then, we never saw that kind of a thing. Now. The Hollywood Reporter does roundtables yes. with big-time actors Actresses, all the time. Actresses, actors, producers. 
so we don't feel like we're being privileged to be led into a conversation anymore. Right. And so with that, it's kind of like the conversation needs spiced up. Give me my behind the scenes. Let me see the green screen, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it needs to be edited in a way uh, that holds your long? attention. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch this. Was it an hour or a half hour? I don't know. I pieced out after like 10 minutes. <sighs> all right, I'll pull it up. Dang it. Well, don't be asking me follow-up questions. Oh, All right. No. I just feel bad that I've that I I pushed you to this show. It's okay. And now no, but I know what hits. happens. But when I suggest that you watch something and then it's a miss, that damages our trust. It does. <laughs> so the next thing I throw out there, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, like that John Favreau snore fest. I will try not to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As an act of friendship. Okay. I will try not. So what I did instead was I went back to watching Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Oh, I oh think which this, you love. I love this show. Unfortunately, I don't think the second season is getting the rave review that I'm giving it. Oh, really? They feel, a lot of these critics feel like they're um, just rehashing what we've already seen. And there's a lot of swearing because they're British and they use the the see you next Tuesday a lot, (laughs) which is kind of disturbing. (laughs) But I like I just think it's an exploration of like grief and how to how to get over it, how to redeem yourself. It's about friendship. It's about depression. It's I think it's Ricky Gervais's best work. Like. He is so good in this in the dramatic scenes that I'm like, why are we not hearing more about Ricky Gervais and like Emmy Thank nominations? You. Thank you. I think he's brilliant. He is brilliant. Mm. He's so good. I mean, he, and he seems like I'm going to say it because a lot of times he seems like abrasive and like he's got a mean sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually a very kind, sweet guy. Yeah. I th- I'm, I I bet you're right. I, I I wonder if it'd be interesting to see him then. Why doesn't he talk to his agent and say, "Get me something in a movie that is really dramatic that that shies away from comedy." Yes. Could we see him as a villain, or do you want to see him as sort of the the mm. uh, the martyr, the the guy's just the tortured soul? Yes, and and that's what we're seeing in this in this series is he's just very sad all the time. He cries all the time. Um, he's just a really, he's just a, and it's about a, a, man, a widow. Yes. Or, wait, is it a widow? widower? Widower. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So he loses his wife to cancer and he just can't get over it. And there's oh, bless a woman that's interested in him. And while he's not ready to move on, he's it's kind of like the Connors with Dan on the Connors. Oh, sure. He does like this woman. He doesn't want her to go and be with anyone else, but she's not going to wait around forever. And then he is. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Friends with this woman that he always sees in the cemetery and it's just lovely. I really like it, but it's it's not What's it on uplifting. again? Is, it, is this a Netflix? It is. Netflix show? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. You, you shouldn't, Steve. I prefer the Ricky Gervais. Now, Ricky Gervais, his multiple episodes of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yes. <sighs> Fantastic. Really good, because that gives so you good. a shade of who he is, too. Yeah. If you're right. That. Yes. Like, and I love like, that he's an easy important. laugh, too. You know? He'll laugh at himself. He'll laugh at others. He's just an easy yes. laugh. Yes. Yes. So, anyway, it's called Afterlife, and that is on Netflix. And, uh... I would recommend not watching the Mandalorian thing unless you want to fall asleep. All right, we'll be right back. Let's talk about books. I love books. I love books, too, although I'm the slowest reader on the planet. Oh, I am so slow. Really? (laughs) Dawn, I've been reading the same book for Mm -hmm. maybe three months now. Mm, I started Lord of the Flies because I was on a mission to read 10 classic books. Oh, wow. Books. That's so, a really cool idea. So that was my sixth or my seventh. Um, and then I got Catch and Kill for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I just got sidetracked. You love that. Oh, I thought you, I thought you tore through that. I didn't finish yet. I have like 60 pages left. Okay. okay. I got to finish it, though. I have to finish it. Okay. It's really good. That's the Ronan Farrow book. Oh, yes. I thought that sounded familiar. It's I just couldn't remember what it was. so good. So I'm still reading those two. Are you reading something? I am. I love a good autobiography. Uh, I'm reading comedian Sebastian Maniscalco's Oh, you love him. I do oh, so. love him. Um, it is great. It's called Stay Hungry. And it's just his philosophy on life that he grew up with. His dad is Sicilian, old world Italian guy. Um, was a hard worker and taught his son that never be comfortable. Once you get something, you need to be constantly hungry for how you can improve. That's or good move advice. On to a bigger or better thing. Because once you say, oh, I'm full, I'm good, uh, it's, you know, things could start declining. And he also relates this to his real hunger for food he oh loves, my god that's hilarious he loves he <laughs> loves food uh he and his wife lana um are foodies uh, they love to travel the world and eat great things and also he has a routine whenever he does a show when he does stand up that he never eats before a performance because really? it makes him feel sluggish on stage and so the minute he is off stage he is saying where are we going to go and eat? And he oh my gosh. eats a lot. Um, his wife, Lana, kind of keeps him in check. They have a cute relationship where anytime she knows if he has gone into the kitchen by his footsteps when he comes inside the house. <laughs> and it's it's a fun little thing where she will tease him and sort of be like the food police with him. Like, what are you doing? Are, yep. why, are you eating cookies? You know, whatever he's doing. It's just kind of a fun little dynamic between the two. I do like him. I love him. And and he is, you know, he worked his way up in comedy. He wasn't, you know, you might have seen him him on the AMAs. I believe he hosted this year. I went and saw him in Vegas in October. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. How was he? How was he live? He is fantastic. 
it's just like he's animated. You can find a lot of his specials on. I've Netflix. watched them. Yeah. yeah, he is his face. He's, he has like a rubber face. He's always moving around <laughs> and it's kind of like a just a really animated character a lot of the stories are about his family and growing up with an italian father in chicago well you know he um wasn't he in um oh my Green god book. the irishman oh the irishman oh, yeah he yeah. was in that too yeah he's really blown up in the last three years or so i also listened to his podcast yes okay Corielli. yeah i like him a lot yeah yeah i oh wait was he in what was the movie you just said uh, he was the, in Green uh, book. the green book Oh, which I've seen. Still haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't oh, either. You'll love it. What you two? I know. Come on. Okay. We're sorry. I think I see. I speak on behalf of Don and I when yeah. I say that we're sorry. I think you will really enjoy it. I think you will really like it. Yeah. Okay. So you're reading those. Then I saw a tweet that you had put out oh. today about smoking. Oh yeah. Quitting smoking. What is that book? Oh, that is a great book. Um it's um actually celebrity endorsed by Anthony Hopkins. I believe Ellen Ooh. used it. Um uh, Ashton Kutcher. It's always on the bestseller list. I quit smoking like 20 years ago using this book. It's called Stop Smoking Now. Oh, I think and I know what it is. Really? It's by What's, Al- what? Alan Carr. It, it's it's really great because he says, well, first of all, this man, not Alan Carr, the comedian. There's a British comedian named Alan Carr, but this is a different one. Um, he smoked 100 cigarettes a day when he figured out how to quit. That's smoking. five packs. That oh, is my God. How do you figure oh out how to quit? Lord. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, he figured it out. And it is really um, this book is great because he says, I want you to smoke through this entire book oh, while no. you're reading it. Smoke while you read it. And then you get about a third of the way through, and he he says, like, listen, I know you're only reading a paragraph a day because you're nervous about quitting smoking. Uh, <laughs> He's like, that that's fine. fine. If it takes you two years to read this, keep reading and keep smoking. But he tells such great stories, and really, um, it's so repetitive in the nature of this is easy, and you can do this. What is it about the book, though, that um, it convinces really, you? Well, it's that it is an easy thing to do, and you're always trying to get back to the place where non-smokers are. Because mm. once you put out the cigarette, your body starts craving it again. And he really uh, just convinces you that it is a prison that you've created it for is. yourself. It is. So it's it's almost like a a, a less aggressive version of hypnosis where where some you know like a patch and stuff then it's just working on the physical thing that's happening but this is really attacking the mental addiction it it does in a way that i can't even explain by the time you're done and you're reading your last chapter he's like you know the last few pages he says light your last cigarette wow and you don't want to you feel sick you can't you can barely even get through it and i never smoked again Whoa. Wow. So what's the name of that book again? It's called Stop Smoking Now. You can find it on my Twitter. I have a link, uh, Dawn at Dark. Okay. okay. Um, now- I'm looking at it right now. And there's no judgment in this. That's what's great. If you're a smoker and you're feeling very nervous about me talking about this, I totally get it. I get it. I mean, he doesn't want you to be guilted into doing this. You have to do it for yourself. And right. Yes, and the more people like bug you about it, the more you, you're the like, worse it is. you want to light it up right there. Yes, he has stories yeah. about people who, uh, you know, their their child is going through uh, cancer treatments and they have to go outside and smoke oh, gosh. because they're just so addicted. Um, yeah. So I, I 
uh, you know, there. I've given it I've given it to friends and they've given it to other people. It's sort of like a movement. You know what yes. I mean? Like right. you, yes. if you benefit you from it, it on. buy a copy, another copy. And the next time you encounter somebody who you feel like wants to quit or is miserable, don't be preachy, but just go read this. Well, and you, huh. as a smoker, too, um, you feel like. Prison is a good word for it because you're on a plane and all you can think about is when everyone's waiting for their luggage, I'm going to sneak out and have a smoke and then I'm going to come back and then my luggage is going to be going around the thing and they're going to be waiting on me and you just feel like a burden. And if you've never smoked, he, he also says that because of all of the images we've seen over our lifetime of what smoking is, it is a miracle that you've never picked up a cigarette. It's just, you know, subliminally, it's like, of course you're doing this. This might be the wrong takeaway, but I kind of want to start smoking now just so I can stop. (laughs) Because I want to feel the empowerment of like, uh -uh, I'm going to stop. Thank you. It's so funny because you're mentioning all these celebrities. And if you listen to Colleen and Bradley, what do they say in Hollywood? Nothing's real and everyone smokes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I think about that all the time when I see somebody on screen. I'm like, I wonder if they smoke. I think a lot of them do it for uh, to not eat because it's just so, sure. you know, Weird. Uh, being there skinny. again, the oral fixation that you go yeah. back to of like, why if I if I'm not eating something then I need to be doing something. Well, here. yeah. And when people get out of rehab for alcohol, you know, they come out and they pick up something else like yep. smoking, smoking. Right, right. Um, by the way, I remember the name of the book that I started oh. just to join the sad group of us not uh, finishing books. Uh, Donna, <laughs> I'm with you here. You might remember me talking about this too. I bought this back in November. the The book is called "The Only Plane in the Sky: An Oral History of 9/11." Yes. It has, you know, I always liked if I find a book that has five stars, not four and seven eighths, but five stars, full five star rating on Amazon. I'm always intrigued, and this one has that. It tells the story of 9-11 from a variety of different perspectives. Mm. And it was, I only read, here's the sad thing, I probably read the first 30 pages and was hooked, and then we moved and I lost the book. I don't know where the book is. I presume it's somewhere in this house. But I haven't seen the book since then, but I've thought about it and I feel too cheap to buy it again for $18. Because I had like the hardcover, I had the real hold it in your hands book. And one of the captivating things was they were talking about how that day, September 11th, 2001, was this very rare air condition in America that day where it it was like, oh goodness, I think they called it a hyper clear, something like that. It was gorgeous. The day was stunning. And that was what it was like. That's why everyone has that same recounting of that day everybody says do you remember how gorgeous it was that day it's because we were experiencing this hyperclear all across the country that day it wasn't like there were showers in tulsa mm-hmm. everyone had was experiencing wow. this weather phenomenon that day right and then of course everything uh went the way that it did and goes down on history and so it's it has amazing reviews i love the first 30 pages and then i lost it <clears throat> Can someone spot me? Seventeen ninety actually uh, is the cost for the hard. Um, sure, I'll cover. Venmo you some money. Okay, you know that's a lie. You don't have Venmo. I do have Venmo. <laughs> do you? Yeah. I don't have Venmo. Yes, I do. In fact, that's how I just got paid by two friends for picking some stuff up for them. What kind of stuff? Yeah. Whoa, what are you doing? A hauling service? Um, on well, the side? I have a friend who's <laughs> autoimmune compromised, and oh. so she prefers not to go to the store. She doesn't have to. So I ran to well, Home Depot nice. for oh. her, and she paid yeah. you for the Home Depot. 
Correct. Nice. Thank you. That's where that line was that you were waiting in, because I've been waiting in lines the past two weekends at Home Depot. Long lines to get into Home Depot. Yeah, and I don't mind. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll take my time. Let's do curbside pickup. That's what we did. You know, I like to waste my time in stores, though. I like slowly walking, and I'm like, do we need a new You know everyone's waiting outside to get in. We need to, oh know, no, see, no! I'm not doing it for that I reason. No, pressure, I feel pressure to, I'd like to hurry see your up. PVC pipes. Do you have any PVC? Oh, and pipes? you know what? They're only doing um, self checkout, and mm. you know, there's always something that goes wrong. Like you, you have avocados, and you can't find him. Uh, you know, or you ring something up twice, which Listen. is what I did. I rang something up twice, and I was like, "I'm sorry to the 17 people behind me." You're talking to a guy who this is true bought 26 pieces of uh, cabinet hardware. And if I was an employee, I'm sure I would know how to go beep times 26. Right. But instead, I had to individually do it, and the the the, the barcode was crinkled many times. It must have taken me four and a half minutes just Why to Why didn't you just do the no. one, like, 17 times or 12 times? All good ideas and that questions. I didn't think of in the moment. Okay. On that note, uh, we're going to get tipsy when we come back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. That's some useful info to share with you right now, right, Steve? You said it, sister. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Let's start with uh, this. We had an interesting guest on Twin Cities Live yesterday that propose we do something that would actually help to give us some positive physical benefits make us feel better release good endorphins in our body dopamine all that kind of stuff and it's called laughter yoga would you be interested in this there's a woman her name is sarah routman and uh she's a laughter expert and created something called laughhealthy.com laughhealthy.com and she teaches teaches laughter yoga and uh, she goes live for 20 minutes on her Facebook page every day at 1 p.m. And we have this. Uh, it's up on TwinCitiesLive.com. She she will also host like laughter breaks and does parties virtually on Zoom asking employers, you know, like, hey, are your employees kind of sad? Maybe this could be a good team building thing. But in, 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 in short, imagine yoga. And then she's teaching you these breathing exercises. But a breathing exercise that she taught Elizabeth Reese and I on the show was... A deep breath in, and then as you as you breathe out, you ha, 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 and then you keep doing it faster until you're in like a full-blown Whoa. laugh. And huh. here's what she said. Now, doesn't that feel awkward? Yeah. Don't you just feel nervous and kind of <laughs> anxious at the thought of it? Hey, yep. <laughs> what was that? That was a yep. Oh, I, yep. Hey, well, yep. here's what she says, though. Even though it feels a little weird that your body... Your body doesn't know if that laugh that you just had was a forced laughter yoga laugh, a real laugh at a funny joke, a courtesy laugh because you felt uncomfortable. It doesn't know. And the benefits that are happening to your body are all the same. So she's saying, as you do it, if you if you wait for a laugh, you're not going to laugh a lot in a given day. But if you just start to actually do a breathing exercise that results in you laughing... In turn, you will laugh more because you're releasing all of these good chemicals inside of your body. Huh. And they say that kids, huh. kids throughout the day, huh. okay, oh boy, 
Here it goes. That sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. It was like this. Here's what it went like. This is going to be awkward for all of us, okay? We went. Ha. 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 Ha.
Uh, now this, four dangerous mistakes to avoid when you're cleaning. Have you both been cleaning up your places more than typical because of COVID? I, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I can't wait to hear this because I, I think I've done some things in the last couple of weeks that <laughs> violate these rules. Steve. Well, it's funny. I've never, I, I'll make a confession. I maybe have cleaned knobs a couple of times in my life prior <laughs> to this time. Okay. Okay. okay yes, okay. I was yeah. cleaning my knobs. <laughs> <laughs> they do, uh, doctors say to do that every day. Yes. So first, oh locate your knobs. Second, clean said knobs. <laughs> yes. Knob. Um, okay. Four dangerous mistakes to avoid. We've talked about this before. Mixing cleaning products mm-hmm. do not become Bill Nye. You don't know what you're doing. It's dangerous. It can, especially if you're using a product that contains bleach. <laughs> Right before or after you use one that contains acids or ammonia, mm. and many cleaning products contain one or the other, so you got to be careful. Mixing those can cause coughing, eye irritation, nausea, wheezing, or even kill you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All That's right. step one. Step two, um, spreading germs around with a dirty rag. So if you dip the same cloth or mop into a bucket of soapy water, you wring it out, and then you use it over and over again each time that you go back to clean, you might actually be making your house dirtier. So after cleaning each area of your house, throw away any dirty rags. Throw, no, don't throw them away. Excuse me. Throw them into the washing machine and do it on hot and then into the dryer on the highest setting. Mm. I, I'm worried about... What what are we putting in there? Just rags or whatever? Yeah, like like the like a rag that you okay. might use over and over again. Gotcha. Okay. And you're thinking that the cleaner is disinfecting it, but they're suggesting that might not be the case, and you could actually be spreading germs. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Using aerosol sprays, got to be careful here. Lots of cleaning products release compounds into the air, which irritate your respiratory tract. Mm-hmm. Aerosol products are even worse, especially bad uh, if there's a respiratory virus going around. Like hello. We have going around right now, so be careful about that. And finally, this is a good tip that anybody could do. Uh, it's dangerous if you don't open the windows, so do crack them open next time. Important to ventilate your cleaning area, especially if you're in a small enclosed space, or it could be bedtime for Bato. <laughs> Okie dokie. Thanks, Steve. Don't say I never helped keep you alive. Would never, ever say that. Uh, Dawn... Watched a couple of movies. You watched a movie and a short, a mm-hmm. Pixar short. We're oh. going to get your review on those coming up next on My Talk 107.1. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.